Welcome to Catholic Money Talk, where we talk about all things money and finance, and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic, where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host, Paul Scarfone. Thank you for being here today. Today I want to talk about working on finances together as husband and wife. But before we do that, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need to face the challenges or circumstances that we find ourselves in. We know that you love us and that you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I get a lot of questions from couples about working together on their finances. Most couples, they have a spouse that's a little more wired as a numbers person and might actually have an interest in working with the numbers and looking at finances. If there isn't someone who loves the numbers, there's usually someone who just takes on the task of handling the household finances. Now, I spoke about knowing your money personality in an earlier episode where we discussed savers, spenders, and nerds, and free spirits, and and all that is very important. And it's important for each spouse to understand their money personalities, to see how you can both work together in a way that complements each other. But what I do find is that in most situations, there is a gap in both spouses working together. And working together is crucial when you're married. There are some great benefits to working on your finances with your spouse. The first is it increases unity in your marriage. Secondly, it creates accountability, which is very important when pursuing goals. Accountability propels you towards the goals. And thirdly, you can actually accomplish more working together. It's the classic example when two ox, when they're yoked together, they don't pull double one ox, they pull triple one ox. Because when we work together as a married couple, our successes, they multiply. So let's first look at the aspect of unity. Unity is key in marriage. In Genesis 2 verse 24, it says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. We've heard this in probably a bunch of different weddings that we've gone to. It's a, it's a very common reading there because this becoming one, it's being unified and it's, it's being unified in everything. We need to have unity in every aspect of our life, every aspect of our marriage, unity in our mind and our heart and our spirit. And we see in the gospels, there's a few times where Jesus prays for unity amongst his people, unity to be one as he and his father are one. And this is important because in this world, I mean, you can just look around, you find books and articles that harp on the fact that one of man's greatest fears is being alone, right? Being alone is like the opposite of unity. We see marriages fall apart, divorce rates as high as they are because of this. The spouses fail to become one. They fail to create unity with their spouse. And if you're married, you've definitely experienced disunity at times. It might be maybe in opinions or preferences. It's not fun. And communication is vital to working through those differences with prayer and with wisdom. 
and we can rely on the Holy Spirit, and we must use charity and understanding and self-control to work towards creating unity with our spouse. Too often I hear couples say, oh, my wife handles all the finances. Or they might say, oh, my husband, he takes care of all the money stuff. That's a dangerous place to be. Now, I remember when we first got married, I was a financial mess. In fact, some of our wedding gifts, we used them to pay off some credit card balances that I had built up before we were married. When we got married, I just let Taryn handle the finances. She did well. She would she would give me a small allowance each month to spend on whatever I wanted, but she was the one trying to figure out all the finances, balance the checkbook, and make decisions. And I think I think I was happy to not have to worry about it. Fast forward a couple of years from when we had first gotten married, I started working in banking. I've I've shared this before. I started to buy into what the bank was teaching, and I started to get a little critical of the way Taryn was handling the finances. So one day she said, great, if you know better, then you do it. And she passed me the checkbook and I took over. Then slowly over the next couple of years, I began to dig us into a bit of a hole. Once it got to be too much and the financial stress was just too great, I realized we needed to work together. We had to be in unity on all things, especially on these financial things. See, when I was managing the finances... I was the good guy and the bad guy. I would tell my wife, no, we can't do certain things. And then I would feel like the bad guy. Then I would say, we could do other things. And I was the good guy. I do remember at one point she made a comment, something like, why are we always able to do the things you want to do, but we don't have money to do the things I want to do? Well, well, the answer was we weren't in unity. We weren't one. We weren't one in our finances. We didn't have one mind as it relates to our finances. Once we finally started working together, that is meeting regularly to create, review, and update the money plan, the budget that we had started, we started to experience great unity. We started to feel more peaceful about the finances, the good and the bad. Why? Because we were in it together. We're both shouldering the weight of the finances. We also found ourselves moving more quickly towards our goals, and we were able to accomplish so much more at a faster speed. Now let's look at accountability. Accountability is a big deal. When when you work together with your spouse, you've got it. You've got built-in accountability. And it's funny, many of us are willing to kind of cheat ourselves. I've experienced that when I've tried to either exercise or diet. I have far greater success when I have some level of accountability. So I have a personal trainer to hold me accountable with exercise. And if I'm dieting, I give people in my life, like my spouse and friends, permission to challenge me and know that I'm supposed to, what I'm supposed to be doing. Why? Because if I don't, my likelihood of cheating or falling off the plan a little bit, it increases. I might take a shortcut, fall off the wagon, and if no one knows, then there's there's less of a reason for me to stick to the plan. When we don't have accountability, we tend to think that if we fall off the plan, it's not going to affect anyone but us. But when we are accountable, we begin to feel that our actions have further consequences beyond just ourselves. And when there is no accountability, evil also likes to sneak in. He can tempt us into being unfaithful to our plan. He can also tempt us just to be unfaithful to the Lord or unfaithful to our spouse with our finances. I remember there's a bunch of years ago, uh, 
well before we were working together on our finances. It was one day I came home from work and Taryn said that she needed to talk to me. She said she was so sorry for doing something and that she had to tell me what it was. I was so confused. My head was spinning. I asked her, what did you do? She said, please don't be mad with me. I'm like, what did you do? She she had a credit card that she used and paid off monthly to get the points. But this one month, she had overspent and was unable to pay off the balance. And she knew she had to tell me because she wasn't going to be able to just make this go away without telling me. So I asked her, how much was it? She said it was $300. Inside, I was so, so very relieved. I said to her, how did this happen? And she explained everything, and she was so upset. I told her I love her, I forgive you, and we paid it off. It was shortly after that that we began to better understand finances, and we started to prayerfully handle money together. But that that was eating her up inside. It never would have happened if we were working together and being totally transparent with each other. Secrets are hard to keep. They can be exhausting. When we are totally transparent, especially with our spouse, when we are honest and truthful, we have so much peace. We know we are seen, we are heard, we are understood, and we feel loved and cared for. When I work with couples and they say that they've never been tempted to hide money or do something with finance, you know, do something with finances that their spouse was unaware of, I then ask them, "Have you ever thrown out a receipt before you go home?" Have you ever pulled the price tag off of something before you walked in the door because you didn't want your spouse to know what you just did? Now, these are small, but that's where it starts. And we need to stay far from that gray area and work towards being accountable, truthful with each other. As a married couple, we have to be one in everything. And so today's last benefit of working together with your spouse is that you accomplish more. So when people ask me, do I need to budget with my spouse? My answer is always aloud, yes. Money fights, a lack of communication between spouses regarding money and not setting goals together, those are three of the top reasons for divorce in the U.S. When couples work together, they are more successful. Budgeting together forces you to communicate. It eliminates tension and fear and allows you to talk about your financial goals. You each have different talents and gifts that complement each other. Couples that budget together will be more successful with their finances, and they'll learn to be more successful in other areas as well. When my wife and I didn't budget together, we didn't have regular communication about money. Honestly, I wasn't even budgeting. I would just track expenses at the end of the month and usually get upset with where we were. She would spend something, even if it were just $5, and I would get critical of her. I would make a poor decision with money, and I wouldn't want her to find out about it because I knew it would get her upset. There was fear, there was shame, there was guilt. Once we started budgeting together, I mean really budgeting, creating a plan for each month, telling our money where to go, the fear, shame, guilt, it all disappeared. If we had money in the budget to make the purchase or the trip, we did it. We didn't feel guilty. We didn't argue. We were following the plan. There was good accountability built in. We love each other. We trust each other. The budget just removed any chance to doubt or question what we were doing. Because we both talk about our goals and the monthly plan to achieve them, we don't need to have a huge financial discussion or debate. We have a process and we're able to stick to it. We are always in tune with where we are. And when those moments come where we need to make adjustments, we can quickly do that. And we do it together. 
I have seen so much progress in our financial picture since we started working together. We've paid off all our debt. We've increased our generosity. We've saved for retirement and for kids' college. We've been able to aggressively pay off our mortgage quickly. It's not gone yet, but that's what we're working towards. We're aggressively paying it down. And we've been able to save up to pay cash for vehicles. We've been able to help those around us and in our family that need help. We are so grateful that we've learned to work together and be of one mind as it relates to our finances. And since we're both involved, we're actually in a really great spot. You know, God forbid, if anything ever happened to either of us, and, and I see this all too frequently, where only one spouse was taking care of the finances, and then all of a sudden, they're in a spot where they can't anymore. Maybe they passed away, or maybe they just lost their mental capabilities, or maybe they just they just can't do it anymore. And all of a sudden, there's this crisis situation, and the spouse that has not been involved has to carry the full weight of it all. A heavy new burden on top of whatever the, the current challenging time is. This is not a recipe for success. It's not a recipe for peace. Working together over the course of your marriage helps to defend against this. You can love your spouse by working together on your finances, even if you're the one that's not interested. You will grow in unity, you accomplish more, and there will be more peace. Our family found that budgeting together, it's made us closer. Taryn and I, we're so much closer, we're so much in a better spot since we've been working on these things together. And we have to make decisions, whether they're fun decisions or difficult decisions, we can do it together. We've learned to communicate about these things. We've also learned to understand how to kind of position things to each other so that the other person can easily hear it and understand what, what, what our perspective is. Working together builds unity. Working together creates accountability. And working together is just going to help propel you to your goals much more quickly. I hope this has been helpful today. Thank you for joining me. God bless. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.